up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me tonight, one and only little brother. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How are you? I won't complain just yet. Chief, how you doing? Ah, uh, man, I'm 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 great. I'm great, man. I'm I'm highly favored. Uh, and to uh to the to the listeners, man, I'm 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 glad you guys are sticking with us through this through this uh, tumultuous year. You know, um. It feels good to just, you know, uh, know that people listen. Yeah, because, wow, there have been zero movies. <laughs> Absolutely not. <nice. laughs> so I know something's going to happen. <laughs> I know something is going to happen because we're recording. So, like, in another hour, some more news will be breaking. But I didn't ask you guys about this last week. But what do you think about Jamie Foxx coming back to the Spider-Man franchise with Tom Holland? Uh, yeah, okay. I mean... Uh, that's fine, man. I I don't have a problem with it, man. Um, yeah, I'm what fine, man. What am I? Eh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, let me ask you this: Did Andrew Garfield outgrow being Spider-Man, though? He was like, did... a little too tall and a little too old to play it for Marvel Studios where they wanted to take him back to high school. Okay. Because I'm like, you, I really liked him, but with their take on him, he was going to be as tall as Chris Evans, and, you know, he's a tall, kind of lanky guy, which is fine for Peter Parker, but if you want to go high school, that's not going to fly. Right, 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 right. I, I get that. I mean, I just, I, you know, if they hadn't gone high school, I don't know why they couldn't have kept him. I think they should, but you know, you know, I'm happy with Tom yeah. I mean, because he fulfilled the Gwen Stacy story for me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Where when we're watching this now, there cannot be a Gwen Stacy story. You, well, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess Gwen Stacy could join high school in Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe. But then that would bring up him and MJ. She could just write it. Didn't have to be his girl. I guess, but it's just, it's just, I don't know. All right, you know, it's just me saying, you know, they, they, every, every Spider-Man to this point is it did well. I guess, uh, which one called the first one with uh, Toby Maguire didn't really follow the rules because he, he, there was no, there was no uh, Gwen Stacy in that either, was it? Yeah, and also his Spider-Man was a silent ninja who took his mask <laughs> off at every opportunity. Oh man, and yeah. like the dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm fine with Jamie Foxx though, man. I, you know, I didn't. It is what it is. Like I said, uh, and 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 I'm sure Marvel is going to jazz him up something terribly sweet. Well, he so. said that he's not going to be wearing that blue outfit, so I'm not sure if that means we'll get a sort of classic take on his green and yellow outfit, which would be cool, because I like Jamie Foxx's Electro just fine, and I got what they were trying to do with the design, but Electro has one of the goofier, greatest costumes in all the comic books, with the big lightning bolts. I know they're not going to do that, but I would be happy to see something kind of just wacky like that with him, and I know Marvel Studios could translate that pretty well. Jace, what's your take? Uh, I'm actually kind of, as much as I joke about the Jamie Foxx, it's more so 
to me, not just when they're talking about Jamie Foxx, it's also kind of this dabbling and seeing like kind of like throwing out that they might be talking to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to come into this next Spider-Man movie and kind of making it like Enter the Spider-Verse live action. And I'm more intrigued with that because it's like, like you said, I used to think Andrew Garfield could have done the high school version, put in like a big like Flash Thompson dude who, you know, was not like, you know, kind of his same size. So like you actually make him look small. He's just a lanky dude. I mean, we all knew. I mean, heck, I, I used to be that guy in high school. It's like I'm the tall lanky dude, but it's like ain't nobody afraid of me. I mean, <laughs> it's like I'm not, I mean, I don't put that out in the world. Um, so if you could put that, like you have all of those guys in there, I think that actually could be kind of cool. I think there was the, I, I think Andrew Garfield once had to me had a lot more room to go with because actually we're working on a Sinister Six mm-hmm. and that kind of died because, they, because of the Marvel one. But if, if that's, if they want to kind of bring some of that in and maybe it'll help the Sony Spider-Verse a little bit out. Sony apparently wants to do more crossovers with Marvel Studios, which is yeah. like not the most shocking thing ever in the history of world in the world. But there's also a new rumor going around now that uh, now that Kirsten uh, Dunst and Dane DeHaan may reprise their roles from Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man 2 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that means we may have that Mary Jane and that Harry Osborn show up, presumably in this Spider-Man film. Okay, yeah, like Harry Osborn's cool. Again, uh, Kristen Dunst was, as I always mess with her, it's like, she was just miscast. That was just, she could have, I think Kristen could have done Gwen Stacy a lot better than yep. Mary Jane was this, I mean, this is why I kind of like, almost like way too hot for Peter Parker, but his intelligence and charm won her over. But it's like, I mean, it's every nerd's fantasy, MJ versus Kristen Dunst's, yeah, you can pull her. I, I don't see that. It's, it's funny because in the comic, Gwen was like, you know, everybody thought she's really pretty too. But I think you and I had this discussion where if they had put Emma Stone as Mary Jane, that would work because in roles that we've seen her and she has this vivacious Mary Jane, pay attention to me, I'm larger than life kind of personality like Mary Jane in the comic books. And Kristen Dunst's character was more reserved and shy and kind of bashful like Gwen Stacy. Oh yeah, so I like, thought it was an interesting thing. A, where she, when she hit the point where she was like, "Look at me," I mean, Emma Stone was like, would have been like perfect MJ. Like everybody falls around in high school. Like, oh my gosh, like she's so just the ish. And Kirsten could have been like, "Hey, how you doing, Peter? I'm 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 Gwen. Thanks, nice meeting you. I'm gonna go over here now." Yeah. So we have got that. Um, I guess we should talk about. <laughs> all these movies that we're not going to see. So to the surprise of no one, and I was I was so kind of adamant against posting anything that I wasn't posting any new updates for the No Time to Die film, even though they were like, check out the new trailer. It's going to be coming out in December. I'm like, yeah, that's not coming out in December. So they have pushed that back. I think the date for it now is like, when is this? It is coming next, gosh. Hold on. I got to check the internet. April 2nd, maybe. Potentially, it's going to come out April 2nd. 
So, and Daniel Craig was probably one of the first stars I've seen lately who was like, yeah, there's no reason for it to come out in theaters. And he was talking in an interview with Jimmy Fallon and said, this thing is just bigger than all of us. We just want people to go and see this movie in the right way, in a safe way. Cinemas all around the world are closed at the moment. We want to release the movie at the same time all around the world. This isn't the right time. So fingers crossed, April 2nd is going to be our day. That was, I mean, that's the smart move. I mean, it's just like, if you put over $250 million in movie and advertisements, like, I need to make this money back. It's not going to work on VOD. Um, again, it's going to, I mean, it, it's funny. It's like, by the time there actually comes a vaccine, we're going to be in a movie theater every weekend based on all the stuff they're just pushing back. I mean, I don't got, know about that because I feel like some of these movie theaters are not going to survive having to, I think some of them reopen based off the false promise that the virus is going to be gone in the fall so they could enjoy a late fall, winter Oscar season. And there were still going to be a couple blockbusters like No Time to Die, Dune, that were going to keep them afloat and keep people or get people going back to the theaters. Without that, with most of these films not coming January and February, but more of the spring of next year, maybe, hopefully, I think some studio or some theater chains just aren't going to aren't going to reopen. I think that was like if I was if I'm not wrong, like Regal said, it's like they were basically betting on Doom, and like just like you said, they were betting on those two movies to come out, and now that they're not, they're just like we can't we can't survive. I mean. We just we can't afford anything. We're done. So here's the latest on all those movies. <laughs> so Dune is now pushed back to October 1st, 2021. The Batman is now pushed back to March 4th, 2022. That's I see the trailer for this thing. And I know uh, Matt Reeves said that was just like the first quarter of the film that they cobbled together for a trailer, but wow. Um, that is so far back. Uh, Andy Machete's Flash, or The Flash, is now coming out November 4th, 2022. What? Uh, hold on, hold on. Shazam! Fury of the Gods is now, that's the Shazam sequel, is now coming June 2nd, 2023. And The Rock's movie Black Adam has temporarily been removed from the release calendar. The Matrix is now coming in December 20 I'm sorry December 22 December 22nd I'll, I'll figure out how to read that properly once it's coming out December 22 2021 and yeah so that's everything chief there I don't know man it's not looking like you're gonna see a lot of DC movies except for maybe Wonder Woman 1984 until 2022 What's your what's your feeling on that, man? <laughs> uh, the shit sucks, you know. And I guess they're hedging their bets, man, just in case this this thing ain't over by, you know, summer of next year. Um, I just you know, um, it's just highly disappointing, man, that uh, after a year of nothing, that they're gonna take another year. And be like, eh, you get nothing this year either. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, you got, you know, I guess 
nothing wins like the dollar, man. And me, I'm saying that because if they weren't, if they just wanted to give the people content, they could. Like I said, we've talked about this a hundred billion times. You could throw this shit on 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 demand or any platform you wanted to, and let us just watch it from from the house. I'll pay thirty bucks to watch Wonder Woman. I'll pay thirty bucks to watch Shazam. I pay the thirty bucks to, you know what I mean. I've been sitting in the house for a year, watching, uh, you know, clown clown movies and shit. I, you know, there's nothing on. <laughs> so you're asking me, right? You know, like have you, like how far have you gotten? Like how deep have you dug into your Netflix library, and or, anytime they post a movie, you're like, ah, I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. You know what I mean? Something they'll be like. Number four in America today. You're like, okay, let's pull it up. Because <laughs> you're right there. You're right there. Like, there's no, there's nothing before it. There's nothing that you're saying, man, I'm in the middle of watching this or there's this great show here. You're just waiting for content. You're so geeked every time something comes out that looks like it might be halfway decent that you're turning to that instantly and watching it. So, for me, another year, man. Especially on that Wonder Woman. Like, y'all should have dropped that last year. And then to find out Shazam is another two years away. No, yeah, another two years away? Jesus. And then then, then they're not going to do the the Rock movie at all right now? They've taken out the schedule. uh, Because of Rock's schedule, I'm assuming. Because the dude does like 15 movies a year. So I'm sure everything he's done has been pushed back. So since they don't have a firm date, they're just like, all right, well, when you can fit it in, Rock, we'll get it in. So for me, it's just like, uh, it's, it's just it's like, like you've got to survive now. You can't, you, can't even, you can't even take the risk of being sick because you ain't seen shit. So you've got to make it through COVID. Uh, so, yeah, it, 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 just, it sucks. Absolutely sucks. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many theaters we're going to see. It may be a thing where we're going to have to drive like a half hour to get to the local movie theater at this rate. Because, you know, right now it's like, okay, there's a movie theater within 10, 15 minutes. And then there's three more, another half hour, just depending on which way I want to go. I think it's going to be a lot less by this time next year. So we'll see what happens on that front. I also say, do you think like movie theaters are gonna like raise their prices just because it's like, hey, we need to make up a we we barely survived the co- I mean COVID, and we need I mean we just need to make up money. I mean, do you think they're gonna like thirty dollars for an adult ticket? The problem with that is people have gone a year basically, and you know I have no reason to suspect that it's gonna be done by March here. So they will have gone a whole year without, in most cases, going to a movie theater. I know there have been some that are open and people have gone to see stuff like the mutants, but it's not like there's been a rack of stuff to even go see. And people have, in rare cases, they've been able to see some movies that are planned for theaters like Mulan, Antebellum. Um, gosh, I mean, you know, there have been some other films that have gone that direct to 
streaming direct-to-video route. And I think people are like, well, if I can do this at home, I can pause it. I don't have to pay 40 bucks for food. What is the incentive to go to the movie theaters and then pay more? Like, I think you pay $30 for the convenience of watching a movie at home. I don't think you're paying $30 for the convenience of going to the movie theater to keep that business afloat. I mean, but again, you got to keep watching movies like Tenet in theaters. Big movies are back. Speaking of Tenet, I was going to mention this earlier, but or later, but since you brought it up, uh, looks like Tenet is going to be coming to Blu-ray and DVD on this, this December. Think that is such a fail. It's a fail because normally people would have paid, let's say, twenty bucks for a movie ticket to go see it, and if they put it in on demand so people could have watched it, they could have pushed this DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, to the spring because people would still be paying to watch it at home right now. This is like a complete, well, we're throwing our hands up. We don't know how to make money anymore. And because Christopher Nolan was like, no, this movie demands to be seen in theaters. People didn't go to see it in theaters. They're still going to watch it at home. I mean, it's, it's just like, to me, I'm like, I, it's like, all right, Here's what we can do. We will have limited release in select theaters, but we are putting this VOD. Like this, I mean, there's no, I, I mean, I think we've all said this. If we have the option of watching this movie at home, we would have taken it. Like if we don't have to add in an extra subscription service, like I'm sure Antebellum has probably made a little bit of money because people were saying, hey, it's on, I, I'm on my Verizon. I sit on my Comcast. It's advertised. Let me check this out. But, they shouldn't, but yeah. Like, yes, because you can check the review on lousemoviefile.com. Uh, but Tenant is just like, we. I know I would have paid $30 to watch that movie at home. Like, no doubt. But now I get to get, I don't even have to pay $30 for the Blu-ray I'm going to get in, this, in December. So just complete fail on their part. Antebellum's coming to 4K Blu-ray and DVD on November 3rd. But I'm curious now. You're going to pick that up, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wanted to see how much money it made. So cumulative worldwide gross, $3.9 million. That movie's trash. I was going to say, <laughs> some people probably watched it and told their friends not to watch the movie now. But I feel like that would have been the case anyway. Um, but yeah, so that didn't work very well for, I mean, I figured they probably made some money because I don't think that people would have gone to theaters in a pandemic to see that at all. Like, it would have just collected dust in the theaters. So anyway, so that that's that. There is some interesting news, however. The Academy Awards announced today that drive-in screenings will now count towards eligibility. Okay. What is it? I mean, so what new release helps counts towards the Oscar goal. I, I, was, I read that and I'm like, I don't remember any new movies being released in drive-thrus. Well, no, they put out quite a few. Like, okay. drive-in theaters have gotten, now it's not, not you know, would necessarily consider pure Oscar contenders. There have been a, a slew of horror movies that have come out on and been released in drive-ins, like, basically every weekend since the summer. And that format works well for a drive-in. People mm-hmm. want to get out, go into the woods, and 
go see a movie without having to be around people. You know, you can not eat um, and you can and have fun getting a little movie experience because you're around a bunch of people just not next to them and breathing on you and you get the movie experience. But it seems like most of these movies that are going to, you know, if they even have an Oscars, it's set for April 25th next year. We'll see if that does play out. But it's looking more like Netflix is going to be the decider of what's going to be nominated. Mm-hmm. And because there just weren't a lot of films that came out that would even rate as Oscar contenders from January to basically the end of February. Yeah, because even HBO Max isn't going to release any new move Oscar bait movies. But I think they, I think all those platforms that have stuff available and ready, they are going to start putting them on Netflix and, you know, whatever other options. Chief, with the option to watch new movies, even though they may not necessarily be what you would want to see, would you watch more of these Oscar films just because there's nothing else out? It it, it all depends on what Oscar film, man. I, you know, and I'll be honest with you, man. You know me. If, if I'm going to fall asleep on it, then there's no sense of me watching. You know what I mean? And most of the time, these art, these 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 Oscar films are so artsy fartsy that I can't stay awake. I'm 15 minutes in, I'm snoring. You know what I mean? The doctors, the doctors saying I got sleep apnea or something. You know what I mean? That's how hard I'm snoring. So um, I can't. It's, it's. I didn't see. I, like I remember last year, we were you were going through all the Oscar situations and so on and so forth. And I didn't see any of those movies. Not a one. Um, you know, they were like, yeah, this is getting nominated. This is getting nominated, you know, blah. I didn't watch any. So um, in order for me to watch an Oscar movie, it has to be, it has to be at least entertaining to me. Any movie. Even I can watch a, a like we watched the Velociraptor Priest or something like that. And it was entertaining enough. The Velocipath, right? So it was entertaining enough that I kept awake during it. You know what I mean? Whereas these Oscar movies, I'd be knocked out in 15 minutes. So no, if it's just a snoozer. You know what I mean? So in a lot of these, these, movies, these Oscar movies are. I'll start lining up some sleep aids for you. That's what they call uh, screeners. Right. Um, yeah, you're right, because I, I guess they're just going to start sending them online, but I guess they could still deliver them because I'm still getting stuff from the mail. Uh, remember last week we talked about the drive-in theater that was playing Adam's Family and Hocus Pocus? Yep. All right. Well, just to prove Chief correct that people want to go out and see something, both the Friday and the Saturday show for this weekend are already sold out. Sunday is the only day you can see these movies at the drive. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, I think it was like Wednesday. It's in 20, it was like the difference of like 21 years since their initial release was a, this, it's actually been a number one film at the box office. It's like, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. It, it's really, really interesting. One other movie we forgot to talk about <laughs> all, all the DC stuff. Is Black Widow still set to come out May 7th, 
2021. Assuming people are not in theaters, do you think Disney holds out yet again and delays it, or do you think they just go, whatever, let's okay, just leave so, it so people can pay to see it? So they've officially delayed it till next year? Yep, May 7th. Okay. Uh, I, I have to think May, that's, I mean, that's when people are going to be getting out of college, graduations. I think they're going to be, like, ready to go to the movies. I mean, I know we said this, what was it, March earlier this year. We're like, oh, this will be done by now, you know. It's a good time to push everything back. But I'm thinking five months into next year, I, I think that's probably, it's like, that's the early bird gets the worm. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna stick on that. If they're if they've already moved it to next year, they're not gonna bring like go VOD. They're like, hey, we can do next year. I'm still. I still don't understand DC's philosophy on that, like pushing everything back two years. But I guess I mean, like a movie that's already done, you have to at least say, hey, we can release it when we can. But what I find interesting is that Disney is. Back in production with some of these shows, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is shooting again. They're doing their TV shows. You watch CBS because you're watching football, and you see the commercials and the cast have their mask on and they're recording. I just, I don't know. To me, it you seems know, like they're daytime. It seems like it seems like, it seems like what, what? the NBA was able to set up something where they could do what they needed to do. No incidents whatsoever. And I just find it really fascinating that no one else is able to implement that. Now, I don't know the requirements of shooting, of course, but I'm just wondering if it would have been worth it for some of these studios to just create their own studio bubbles where they have a sound stage where everybody's tested and they're complex. They only go back and forth to shoot record, take a break, whatever, and go back to the complex and chill when they're not shooting. Get the thing done faster than they normally would, and then just spend all the time in post-production and cleaning up the special effects. It seems if the NBA could be in existence in this bubble for 90-something days now, Hollywood and studios could figure that out, too. Oh, okay. Uh, So, (laughs) the truth is, Actors are a little more, let's say, nicely prima donnas. They're not going to sit in a bubble for three months and not have their friends, their family, and all the others around them. That's just not how, how they're they're made. We appreciate them for being who they are. They're not willing to make. I mean, and I'm I'm saying, the NBA wanted they those guys wanted to play. They wanted that championship. They wanted to do that. But I mean, like, think of football. Football didn't decide to do a bubble. It's like, like hockey. Did, I mean, hockey did successfully did. what's happening, right? <laughs> and, and, and that's what's happening. Mean, exactly. And Hollywood is just like, we can't have our actors sit in this bubble, then have to do post production, then have to do reshoots, and because we're gonna release them after we we've done principal footing. I mean, photography, and then they're pissed off that they got to do this again. Instead of they were told X, Y, and Z, and now you're going back on your word, and then it's like, huh? And I don't think that's workable. Like, if you ever look at like daytime TV, they actually you can see like Young and the Restless and places like that. They're actually shooting. I don't know how they're working their system, but maybe it's a little more workable. 
I mean, they're all like socially distanced, but they're, I, I mean, maybe the hours aren't as long. You're, you're switching cast members off, but if you're like a TV show that's got five main actors, they're just like, no, nah, we, we're doing like Ruby Rose, 18, 18 hour days. I'm not feeling sitting here in this bubble for 18, I mean, three months, 18 hours. Then y'all have to call me back for principal photography. Like, they're just like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Chief, what do you think? Uh, so do I think actors are in, in this bubble, this prima donna bubble? I mean, just like, what's your take on, on why Hollywood can't do what the NBA did? Uh, I don't think that, uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think there's no drive for them. You know, when you do the NBA, when you do certain things like that, um, I think athletes have a certain sort of competitive nature that brings them in. They want to compete. They want to play. For athletes, your 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 uh, your time has an athlete is is, is limited. That's um, true. You know what I mean. So hell, you know, as a as a um, as an actor, you can you can act, you know, up until the time you expire. <laughs> um, but how long how long are you going to be an athlete? How long does that last? So you spend you know, between injuries and, and you know, whatever situations, you, you figure to miss a year or so on a, a, on a, on an athletic field is huge. It's sure. huge. And, you know, and, and a lot of times you see athletes crying, not just from the, 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 the pain of, of the injury, but a lot of times they're crying because they know that, that is a year gone. Yeah, hopefully. You know, you, I mean, hell. You know, uh, you know. The, I remember we used to joke and say NFL stood for not for long. Um, and certainly, you know, the NBA isn't. You know, you're not guaranteed on none of that. So uh, I think that you know, as a as an actor, you know, you're just like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, I'm already signed up. The role is pretty much mine, you know. I'm I've just gotta wait this out. You know. Um and if we talking, you know, uh you know if an athlete doesn't go to um you know, if they don't play, they don't you know, they don't get paid. Versus an actor, if he's got you know, he may be already established, he's got you know, got some years uh in you think you think Tom Cruise can afford to miss a year or two? <laughs> That's over his shooting right now, though. <laughs> right. He should. Yeah, but well, he's out there. yeah, but I'm just saying, like he he can afford it. Dwayne Johnson can afford it. Any top actor can afford it. They still, if they miss a year, they'll be just. As a matter of fact, people will want to see them more because of the fact that they haven't seen their favorite actor in a minute. You know, LeBron is what 36, 37 years old. He's 37. He's closing on 40. He's old. But it's yeah. like a, wow. So, so, I mean, how devastating would a year out be for that cat? Quite a to lot. miss a whole year. So, that's, I mean, that's my take on it. I have, you know, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm not rich, but, uh, you know, that's what I would think that, 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 that thought process goes into. An athlete wants to compete. They want to get out there uh, and, and, and get into what they, what they do best versus an actor who, 
you know, I've got the part. I'm just waiting for production to, to start back up. I'm chilling. That's so, interesting. I wonder if it's different for uh, women because Hollywood's still all like, well, you're, you put on a little weight, you got pregnant, or you're older now. We found some new blonde. And apparently they're still creating new blondes, and uh, we're going to give her your role. So I wonder if, you know, women who are even like the high esteem ones are are feeling some pressure to get back to work more than their male counterparts. Yeah, now that I probably believe is to true to degree. I mean, women, it's, it's always been harder. This, this Anything is harder for women. You know what I mean? It's harder for white women and it's, it's, it's twice as hard for black or, 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 uh, Every minorities. I mean, every I think that, woman. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that you've got to, you know, women, you know, men, if if they get a woman pregnant, I mean, you know, you know, he's back to work. A woman has to, just like we were talking about that that um, uh, Supergirl. my Supergirl. Yeah. So and I was like, well, you know, when you're on TV and you're the star of that show, is it considered, you know, reckless to Get pregnant when you're employing so many people who are are using that show to survive and pay bills. You know what I mean? Now, if the show ends or gets canceled or, you know what I mean, but for somebody to say, well, listen, this is what I'm doing, I quit, is that like just like uh, old girl from Bat- Batwoman I thought was, you know, was wrong. You know what I mean? You've got a I whole bunch of people. Way worse. Way worse. Not that I think that. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree. I'm just saying, and I, I'm I saying in general. But I'm. We're, but we're talking about women. Yeah. But but you know, I mean, I just think that you know, uh, that makes it tough. It's, it's tough for them because they've got to make the choice of getting everybody fired in order to live their lives. Because you know, you can't have that. You know, and or, uh, you know how they do the the the. For for a year they do the the the, the, the upper chest and, and neck shots you can you know what I mean so I you know I, I've seen them do that when somebody's pregnant that you, they don't go any lower than you know you know their midriff right but Jace, yeah so yeah. okay Jace you 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 watch Glow and Netflix decided hey with this pandemic we're just gonna cancel it. No need for a fourth season, even though we got a cliffhanger. Were you happy about that news? I think, I mean, it's, it's, when I read that, I was like, that's really, uh, yeah, all right, I'm going to let a little blah. I thought that was really shit. Because it was like the wrestling organizations, WWE and uh, AEW, are all running shows. They've been running shows since. July or something like that. Yeah, basically haven't stopped. And they were they've been running like I said, like they haven't stopped. And Glo- the people like in Netflix and Glow were like, yeah, it's just too expensive for us to do this, so let's just cancel it. It's like I'm not thinking they. I'm pretty sure you guys could have if production was an issue, you could have moved that show down to Florida and <laughs> wrapped it up. I mean, they'll give you some tax breaks probably to film them. I mean. A film film the show down in Florida and to leave it just like that it's like hey we've already announced it's their last season 
we're done with it after this fourth season. We left it where it is on the third, but now we're just like, man, we're just done with it. But like everybody got, I mean, luckily all of the actresses and all the actors got paid their four se- for the fourth season, but it's still like, I'm sure they, they can't really feel good about it, especially like you're, you're the writer. I'm like, I got all this stuff written, but now because of COVID, y'all are just done with us. Like, hey, we're going to do a pandemic movie via Zoom to wrap it up. That'd be kind of crappy, but. Yeah. Chief, did you watch Bo? Do I watch who? Hello. The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Is that what it is? That would be it. I like how Chief always asks clues about something and then breaks it down like, oh, you mean that? I wanted to make sure that I was, because, you know, wrestling is not my thing. I haven't watched wrestling since The Rock was on there. Um, and, and before then, I hadn't watched, like, uh, wrestling since Wendy Richter. And yet you were so, just so, well, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, so you talking about, you know, I don't know, what is Wendy Richter was what, the eighties? Eighty four, eighty five, man. Like so that's time. what we're talking. So Yeah, so that's where that's where I'm at with it, man. So no, I don't watch Glow. I don't watch wrestling. Um well, it was a Netflix do, show, uh, so you're still looking for entertainment. Word on the street is it was a very entertaining show, but it's gonna have a cliffhanger that you're never gonna see the end to now. Uh, you know, and thanks for telling me that because now I'm not going to watch. I just figured right. out your head up. I want to surprise you. Yeah, that, I hate that. That's, you know, and the funny part is uh, that's why I never watched the uh, the third season of Daredevil, and that's why I never watched the uh, – it was something else. I never watched all the Punisher. Well, in fairness, that. Chief, I think you could have watched both of those season three and season two and gotten a complete story. I'm not sure if the Daredevil crew knew that they weren't going to get a fourth season, but it certainly didn't end in a way where it was like, well, what's going to happen next? Um, it, it had an actual ending where you can just kind of imagine the further adventures of uh, Matt Murdock and company. And Punisher is so open-ended where it was like, well, where is he going to go to next to start punishing people? But it didn't feel like, oh, man. I can't believe they didn't answer this question. Who's his wife and who's the daughter and who's this person trying to kill him now? It wasn't like that. All right. One last thing before we wrap it up. Um, I kind of suffered through the Mila Jovovich Resident Evil films. They were good to really good to what the heck are they doing? This is so stupid. She's not a superhero, but she is. Um, But we're going to get a new Resident Evil reboot with no Super Alice in sight. This one actually has Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield, and Leon S. Kennedy, can't forget the S, in this film. And it actually is a diverse cast which is even more like, whoa. So I am very much looking forward to this. John Johans Roberts, who directed 47 Meters Down, said 
For this movie, I really wanted to go back to the original first two games and recreate that terrifying, visceral experience I had when I first played them, whilst at the same time telling a grounded human story about a small, dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audience. That's fine. Um, this movie is actually going to be set in 1998. To explore the secrets hidden in the walls of the Spencer Mansion and Raccoon City. I can't sign up for this movie enough. It may be 2025 before I get to see it, but whenever, I am so about this movie. Jace? Uh, I'm going to have to say, uh, quote me on the Futurama meme, take my money. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to even like, I, I the only thing that kind of is intriguing is are they going to have the original Resident Evil, like, what was that, PlayStation 1 bad guy at the end, or the upgraded, I think, PS3 bad guy, Albert Wesker, like, who's really, like, Neo. Albert Wesker is in the movie as well. Well, I mean, like, you know how, like, he actually, in, like, Afterlife, where he was actually, like, Neo was like, oh, y'all got real, real cool, Albert Wesker. Yeah. Versus the original one where he was not Neo, but then they're like, oh, we upgraded him. So, right. I'm, I'm, again, that's, you tell me we're making Resident Evil the movie, not whatever the heck they did, which I own everyone and I judge my or especially that last one, which just good job. Continue no, I saw that last one. It's trash. Oh, gosh. That was, don't talk that bad about trash. Is that the last one where the uh, the cities were underground and they were training centers or something? Oh no no no! no. And they had... That was actually okay. And then... This is the one where we find out who Alice really is. Uh, I thought that I thought that so so that wasn't the last one where he gave her back her superpower. Nah nah. nah, nah. Boris, I think Boris those were Kojo, yeah, they, for some reason they never put that one, that last one on Netflix. I think for a reason because they know how bad that movie is. Was it Boris Kojo? What is his name? Nah, man, that was good. Star Power Trigger. Awesome. Afterlife is on Netflix. It's retaliation. The last chapter, I think, is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's And so it did he? Did he, uh, did he give her the? So did and then and the next one? Did she have all the powers back then? Yeah. She was back to being a superhero. Because this one was the one that got left on the boat, but that was that had to be before the last one was born, because everybody was dead. Um, no, they killed all the survivors from the last movie, which was so bad because it was like, what are y'all doing? Um, yeah, it was just it was it was really bad, man. And um. Yeah, it was like all the positives that they had done in the last few movies, they just decided to scrap. They brought in your girl, Ruby Rose, and she was showing that she should be the lead of a TV series. Not really. Um, I don't know, man. It was, it was, I think everybody was just tired of making them, but they decided to try to make some more money. One see, last I, let me know your address. I, I didn't see that one. DVD at you. So, just so it's not in my I did not see that. Yeah, I guess I didn't miss anything. Okay. Well, you know, you, you won't fall asleep when I'll tell you that much. Well, here's the thing, man. Uh, to me, they got sucky. Uh, they would, they would got sucky when um, 
Uh, what's the comedian, the black comedian? Uh, Mike Epps. That one with Mike Epps in it was garbage. That was the second film, right? From 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 the first one was good. The one with Mike Epps was was crappy. No, that was the third. And from then on, they 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 stayed crappy to me. Oh man, I think I. What did they do, like six or seven? If they did six, four and five was really good. Like, I, I liked the first one a lot because they weren't messing with anything, with any characters, so it was fine to just play in that universe. The second one, when they introduced Jill, is when I started to go, well, uh, okay. But they kept enough of the elements with those characters that it still worked. Part three was when it got dicey because they started just kind of doing their own thing. And then, like, oh, here's another character from the games that we can introduce and not really treat, right? I think the next two actually were really good, but you needed to watch the other three to understand the significance of who people were. And the last one was just, I don't know what they did. It's just, it was like they had good ideas in, in the earlier films, and this one, they just, we don't have anything else. Let's just run with it. And since we don't have anything else, let's roll on to my favorite time of the week. Fellas, do you have any nominees for dummies of the week? Jace, who you got? Okay. Uh, I have one Mr. Morgan Whalen uh, for <clears throat> getting himself kicked off Saturday Night Live is their musical guest of the week because he decided he needed to be on TikTok or Instagram showing himself out at a bar uh last weekend and they're just in saturday night live is like hey you violated our uh covid protocols i know you're an up-and-coming guy you want to get some uh publicity but because you're putting our actors at risk you're no longer invited so mr whalen morgan whalen you are my dummy of the week yeah you were that, that was 100 percent the one that i was going to choose <laughs> so, yeah chief you got one yeah, it's it's not more so. It's not really a dummy. It's more of a bitch-ass motherfucker of the week. Um, so out in Vegas, a dude let his daughter die in a car because he didn't want to break the window. So, um, you know, people, I don't know how people do it, but they lock their kids in the car walk away or whatever happens. Mm-hmm. So he gets back, keys is locked in the car, his daughter's in the car, he doesn't want to break the window. So he starts making calls to his girlfriend, his brother, his mother, a locksmith, finally calling the cops who come and uh, break the window. By that time, the, the, the child's dead. Now, what kind, what kind of person wouldn't break the window for their kids. What kind of drugs was you know he on? He wasn't on drugs, man. Just, just, just what I said. Just, just bitch ass. You know what I mean? Just pure bitch assness. Um. Listen, man. I don't, I don't have children, as we all know. I've got three birds and two dogs. And if any one of them was in the car fucking dying from the heat, I would break the window for any of them. You know what I mean? Fuck that window. 
And I don't understand how you let your child die um, by not breaking a window for for your child. I, I don't understand that. You know, I, and I read the article, and then I had to go back and read it again because I was like, man, maybe I misread it. You know what I mean? Maybe there's something in it that I didn't read right. But no. I read it correctly. He just didn't want to break the window for his child. And, I, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I can't even, I have no understanding of that. I don't understand how you don't break the window, you know what I mean, uh, for your child, you know. So, yeah, that's that's my uh, more than dummy of the week. I, I can't even... Uh, you know, and then, you know, Jeff will probably beep out the cussing or whatever. I mean, and I understand that. But that's how I feel about people who 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 let their kids die unnecessarily through some unnecessary act, um, the things, things that could have been prevented for your child. So um, it is what it is. But, yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, that is a... Uh... Positive note to end this episode, Chief. Thank you. You like the newscasters? They work in reverse. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad, man. What well, do you ask for one? No happy story here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, nothing. We're going to come back from next week, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, thank you for rolling with me as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.